Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm here to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. Quick question before we get started. How does food influence your day-to-day life? Think about the parties, the social events, Friday night out with your friends, or maybe on Saturday nights, you're in front of the TV watching your favorite Netflix show. When you really think about it, food punctuates our life in almost everything that we do. It's hard to realize our day-to-day life without food being an integral part of it. And yet, food is medicine. And one of the most important factors to healing our hormones, metabolism, blood sugar, and our cellular energy. Honestly, food is what creates cellular energy. And if you are wanting to dive deeper into how food affects our metabolism and blood sugar specifically, go and check out my last several episodes on the Essentially You podcast because I dive deep into those topics. Now for me, real talk, food and self-care turned it all around for me on multiple occasions. So I have a deep knowing that food is the first place to start when it comes to healing our bodies and balancing our hormones. With that said, I recognize how deeply embedded food is when it comes to family time, celebration, stress and burnout, parties, holidays, even the weekend when you have maybe one or two cheat days and you go out to brunch with your best friends and 100% you order that sexy French toast on the menu. See, food habits can be complicated and challenging to break. I know because even I fall in and out of great food habits. Honestly, I've only met a handful of people in my life that maintain a very, very strict food regimen. Most of us have days and occasions where we make exceptions. For instance, I have given up sugar dozens of times for as long as six months at a time, yet it always creeps back in just a little bit. But... I will say that my desserts and sugar choices are vastly different than they were 10 and even five years ago. Today, my desserts include one to two squares of Hue chocolate. If you've never had a Hue chocolate bar, I definitely recommend. It's dark chocolate, it's dairy-free, it's all the yuckiness-free. It's just incredible. Or coconut whip with berries, or an occasional treat like homemade almond butter cups made with Hue Gem chocolates. Oh my goodness. Probably one of my favorite desserts to make are these homemade almond butter cups because they are so yummy. Oh my goodness. And low sugar, all, all the good things. Next week, I will say that I am breaking up with sugar for an entire month and I am really excited about creating some food freedom, especially before the holidays. Now, given how complicated food habits are, I thought it would be helpful to share how to shop for superfoods that are amazing for your liver, gut, and hormones. Now, a lot of what I'm going to be sharing with you today can translate to other areas of health because all of these foods have side benefits. Yes, they're going to benefit your brain and your immune system. They're going to benefit your energy and your mitochondria. There's going to be so many side benefits because... How these foods support your hormones is by supporting your body and your cells. And to make these foods, like to put these foods into super easy practice, I created something super special for you because I know how hard it can be to actually take what you know to be true in terms of a food list and then turn them into actual recipes. So I have a hormone balancing recipe food guide for you today. So excited. The recipe in this guide are some of my absolute favorites and they incorporate many of the foods that I'm going to be sharing with you today in this show. Recipes like iced matcha lattes, 
creamy chocolate raspberry shakes, fresh pesto salmon bowl, an easy turkey burger with baked sweet potato fries, and my epic guacamole recipe. Honestly, that is reason alone to get the recipe guide is my guacamole recipe because I have won so many guacamole contests over the years. You're going to want to get it, especially if you're addicted to avocados like I am. This guacamole recipe is on point. Now, you can grab the recipe guide in the show notes for episode 309 or go to drmarisa.com slash hormone recipes. Now, before I jump into how to shop for your hormones today, I want to talk about really setting you up for success and that happens in your kitchen because that is where it all goes down. So I want to talk to you about doing a kitchen makeover. And what I mean by that is basically purging your kitchen. <laughs> I recommend setting yourself up for success by preparing your environment to support your goals, right? And if your goals is to support your hormones and love up on your body, then we want to create a sacred space for healing your body inside of your home. That's your kitchen. Plus, it's a whole lot easier to avoid temptation if the potato chips and the jiffy peanut butter and jelly aren't sitting there on the shelf taunting you. No matter how much willpower you think you have, if you keep the junk, you will eat the junk. Come on, you know that is true. I mean, I have phenomenal willpower, but I'll tell you, there is always a day. It's maybe not this week or next week, but it's gonna happen. I'm gonna crack and I'm gonna eat it. So keeping it out of the house is one of the best things that you can do. It is literally what we do inside of our home. So I recommend creating a safe space in your kitchen that encourages you to make the right food choices for your hormones by purging the hormone saboteurs. Now, I bet you're wondering, well, what are the hormone saboteurs, Dr. Marisa? Well, here they are. Alcohol. Alcohol. Ooh. It is a killer for your brain and for your hormones in particular because of your gut and your liver. Oh, talk about something that makes your body work overtime, especially us as women, is going to be alcohol. So those extra couple glasses of wine at night, we should definitely consider swapping those out for sparkling water. Processed red meats, vegetable oils like canola oil sugar and sugar substitutes, sodas, unless sodas in your house are sparkling waters like they are in my house, then you can keep those. Junk food, they are all kinds of foods out there that are junk food, but I feel like you know what those are. Peanuts, processed grains and gluten, and even dairy. Yes, most of us have an inflammatory response to dairy, so just be really mindful. If you don't even know you have an allergic or, or inflammatory response to dairy, it's always worth giving it up like it is worth removing a lot of these other foods as well. So the step one in creating that sacred space in your kitchen, as I mentioned earlier, was throwing it away, purging it, donating it. You wanna make sure that you're getting rid of the foods that don't serve you and make room for foods that do. And guess what? You know what those foods are. It's those foods that you gravitate to when you have a salt or sugar craving. Those are the foods you gotta get rid of. Now, I recommend going through your cabinets, your pantry, your freezer, your refrigerator, basically throwing away foods that don't serve you, that don't make you feel good, that you know are working against you, like the ones I mentioned just a minute ago. And once you remove the big offenders, right, then, and you've kept peace with your family, and if your family isn't on board with this or you've got a you know a family inside of your house, maybe you have a shelf that's specifically for your foods opposed to some of the other areas, like create a sacred space within the kitchen. Luckily, Kingston's still a baby. Alex and I eat the same, so we 
there's no issue with the whole kitchen being completely turned into a hormone loving sanctuary where everyone's on the same page. Even Kingston is still on the same page. Now, once you've done that, it's time to head to the grocery store. And the first step I really recommend is becoming label savvy. Now, I do recommend shopping the perimeter of the store because let's be honest, Carrots don't have a label, kale doesn't have a label, berries don't have a label, you know, sweet potatoes don't have a label. A lot of things that are like your healthiest, healthiest foods don't have labels on it because they're just one ingredient. They don't need a label. But there are some things that do have labels. Like we we buy macadamia nut milk and we buy organic almond butter, right? And so those, we wanna look at those types of labels. So be a label looker. If the label is promising you a lot of things like diabetes friendly or, you know, paleo or whatever, like there's a lot of health promises that happen on labels, make sure that you really dig deeper than what is on the surface of that product. Next, focus on the ingredients. So ignore the nutritional label because it's often misleading, very misleading. And I have a five ingredient rule. So look at the ingredients and if it has more than five ingredients, it probably isn't hormone friendly. I would recommend not getting it. Also check for recognition. If you don't recognize it or you can't pronounce the ingredients, don't buy it, don't mess with it. And then look at the order of ingredients. Remember that the most abundant is first to the least abundant. And that really can help determine whether it passes your test, if it's worth purchasing and and putting into your body. Remember, your body doesn't do well with fake food. So if it's a lot of fake ingredients, your body is just not gonna manage that well. Next, what I also look at when I go to the grocery store, like the first place that I start is I go to the produce area. And I make sure that 80% of what I'm buying is produce. And I can always tell when my groceries are laid out on the checkout belt, I do a little look over and see kind of where I landed. And there are definitely days where 100% of everything I'm purchasing is veggies and some fruits like raspberries and blueberries, right? So that's super, super important. And remember, when it comes to produce, non-starchy veggies are your hormones' best friends, Also your liver and your gut's best friends as well. So load up, load up on the leafy greens, load up on the broccoli, the cruciferous vegetables, the carrots, the tomatoes, load load up on all those things. Next, you know, berries are gonna be super huge here. One of my favorites, along with citruses like lemons and limes, avocados and olives. All of these can be found in the produce section. And then always be looking for organic, seasonal, and local produce if you can. Next, you wanna be mindful of the Dirty Dozen, the Environmental Working Group's Dirty Dozen list. This is the most contaminated foods, so you wanna avoid them unless you're gonna get them organic. And I recommend getting everything organic if you can, or really, really, really wash it really thoroughly. So your Dirty Dozen list, really quickly, in case you don't know it and you can pull it up anywhere, is strawberries for this year, strawberries, spinach, kale, collards and mustard greens, nectarines, apples, grapes, cherries, peaches, pears, bell and hot peppers, celery and tomatoes. Now, there is a Dirty 12 and then there's a Clean 15. So I wanna make sure I share with you really quickly what the Clean 15 is. Avocados, sweet corn, pineapples, onions, papaya, sweet peas that are frozen, eggplant, asparagus, broccoli, cabbage, kiwis, cauliflower, mushrooms, honey melon, and cantaloupe. So melons, avocado, your cruciferous vegetables, asparagus, all make the list. And then move into dry goods. 
That's the next place I usually go. So raw or lightly roasted nuts and seeds, legumes, beans are all great options here. Herbs, spices, and seasonings. We have a, I cannot tell you how many herbs, spices, and seasonings we have in our house, but that's how we like jazz it up. We boost those taste buds by adding some amazing flavor options. And what I also love when it comes to herbs and seasonings is fresh herbs like cilantro and basil and sage and thyme, mint. We have, we always buy all kinds of fresh herbs and seasonings when we go to the grocery store. Next is healthy fats, especially for your salads, sauteing and cooking. So we always have avocado oil, extra virgin olive oil, and extra virgin cold pressed coconut oil as well. And then making sure that you're getting good protein. So we, I focus on healthy proteins like organic chicken and turkey, omega-3 rich eggs, I always get organic eggs, um, wild caught um, seafood like salmon and white fishes um, are great choices um, for chicken. Um, you always wanna make sure you're doing antibiotic free or organic. And then we also do bison, lamb as our, our other meat choices. So be looking into like, you know, can you get local meat? What kind of quality of the meat you're working with? Just to be really mindful because we do need an adequate amount of protein every single day. Can get that from plant sources, but for many of us, I know that we get it from animal sources. So that is my kind of my list of, of areas to focus on when you're at the grocery store. Big focus on the produce aisles. And then, yeah, you know, and then focusing on the healthy proteins, the healthy fats. Again, for me, when it comes to hormones, it's fiber, protein, and healthy fats. And your fiber, your best place, nuts and seeds, green leafy vegetables, and then even starchy vegetables too, right? Your squashes, your sweet potatoes, you know, the tubers, all those things, those can be super helpful and, and really bring a nice, nice punch of fiber. So I wanna talk swaps really quickly. I know this episode is full of like food choices and a list of foods, but I think it's always worthwhile to kind of just have a sense of things. I know how hard it is to have to move some foods out and then figure out what you can swap in instead. So what I wanna do is go over a couple swaps. I also have swaps in my EO hormone solution. It's worth looking at. So let's start with alcohol. Beer, wine, spirits, even, I mean, it's the thing is some alcohols have gluten in them like beer <laughs> or um, bourbon, right? So being really mindful of the types of spirits you're drinking. And then wine has a gajillion additives in it. So swapping out alcohol, I have pretty much been alcohol free for two years. So a lot of herbal teas like chamomile, peppermint, and rooibos, sparkling water with lime, I actually have sparkling water with lime right in front of me. Um, sparkling water with any fruits like raspberries, blueberries, strawberries, um, and then water infusions with like lemon, orange, or cucumbers, right? So it's a, a really wonderful way to do that. Also, if you're drinking coffee, you can do coffee or matcha, green teas. Those all work as well. When it comes to candy, well, you know what candy is, right? So swapping that out for cherries, dark chocolate with almond butter, or cherries, berries, apple slices with cinnamon, or maybe that's pears with cinnamon. So those are some really wonderful ways to kind of deal with that sweet tooth. Maybe it's dark chocolate and cashews, um, or dark chocolate and almonds, a little ways to kind of move away from like the M&Ms, the peanut butter cups, that kind of thing. Next, cheese, which I know, I know everyone loves cheese. So dairy cheeses, let's say they're out. So a butternut squash puree with like bone broth and sage or thyme, super, super good. And like coconut whip 
in there. Sweet potatoes, olives are all wonderful ways to kind of feel like you're having cheese, but you're not. Again, chocolate, swapping milk chocolate for dark chocolate, individual squares, and definitely dairy-free chocolate like the Hue chocolate I mentioned. Coffee, if you're giving up coffee, I'm not. I'm gonna be straight up with you. I'm not giving up coffee right now. So decaf coffee with cinnamon, decaf teas, matcha lattes, those are all great options. For crunchy, salty things like chips, crackers, popcorns, pretzels, like even gluten-free chips and crackers, they're still processed, right? Let's just, let's get real. Crunchy cut up veggies or raw nuts like almonds, Brazil nuts, hazelnuts, cashews are great. Pumpkin seeds, and maybe it is organic air-popped popcorn if you can tolerate corn. Those are other great options. For fried foods, things like french fries, french or fried anything, you can do roasted veggies or air fryer um, sweet potato fries. We're obsessed with our air fryer. So air fry it up, whatever it is that you love. We do a lot of air fried sweet potato fries or roasted and steamed. I love to do air fryer broccoli with like garlic and lemon. And that, it has that feel like it's clearly it's not fried food, right? But goodness knows Fried food is the worst for us, literally. And so however you can swap that out, maybe it's raw nuts and chopped veggies like celery, carrots, and bell pepper. I'm loving cucumbers and like hummus. So there's a couple different ways you can kind of distract yourself from fried foods. And then ice cream and desserts. You can dairy ice cream. You can swap that out for cashew ice cream or green smoothies or maybe a fruit smoothie like a coconut and strawberry smoothie. There's a lot of different ways you can make that for Protein bars, I'm not gonna lie, one of the most alarming things that I learned when I was wearing my CGM is that any protein bar, every protein bar, crazy spiked my blood sugar. So instead, nuts, berries, almond, almond butter, celery, any of those types of things, eggs, like hard-boiled eggs, those are great options as well. And then clearly any sugary drinks, you wanna swap them out for water, sparkling water, water infusions, iced teas. I I love iced teas in the summertime, like a green iced tea or um, one of the things that I know is a hibiscus tea or hibiscus iced tea. Not only helps to rotor-rooter your arteries, but it's phenomenal at stabling blood sugar levels. So drink some hibiscus tea. It's really beautiful, bright pink, and it tastes really good, and it literally can save your arteries. Those are my swaps. I hope those will give you some good ideas. I hope that you liked some of them as well, or that you, I hope you didn't walk out of there thinking, oh, I can't swap any of that stuff out. But I'm telling you, the more that we slowly make these changes, the more that those new foods become the standard for you. As promised, I wanna share some super foods that I buy every single week to support my gut, liver, and hormones and blood sugar. This is what we do when we go shopping. I usually always have matcha tea in my house. I actually get it from a company that I love, but I drink matcha tea all the time and it packs a massive antioxidant punch, boosts metabolism, energy, and focus, stabilizes blood sugar levels, boosts the immune system, and it is just amazing for that laser focus and that calm energy because of the L-theanine. So matcha tea is big. I love to blend it up in my Vitamix and make an iced matcha. Super easy to do with a little bit of almond milk or macadamia nut milk or whatever nut milk you're drinking right now. Coconut oil, I talked about it already, has super benefits to supporting hormone production, as well as helping people with struggling to lose weight um, because of hormonal imbalance. It's got lauric acid in it. It's great to support the gut as well. So I love cooking with coconut oil. Avocados are a favorite of mine, filled with B vitamins, magnesium, vitamin E, potassium fiber, folic acid, 
all elements critical for a healthy hormonal balance in the body. Raw butter, if you can tolerate it, or grass-fed ghee contains vitamin A, D, E, vitamin K2, fat-soluble forms that help for hormone production, cold water fish, so wild-caught salmon, tuna, trout. These are great for omegas and vitamin D. Definitely important for the body to be able to synthesize hormones. Egg yolks, again, if you can tolerate it, contain a ton of choline, iron, phosphorus, potassium, all like so many vitamins, a lot of B vitamins, vitamin D, vitamin E, health, great for healthy reproduction, hormone balance, and balancing the thyroid. Green leafy veggies, I can count the ways all day with green leafy veggies, but magnesium, K, all kinds of B vitamins, but wonderful, wonderful at helping to bring the fiber, support the gut, support your liver. You absolutely need to be eating like a half a pound of green leafy vegetables a day. Brazil nuts are great for your thyroid, especially decreasing thyroid antibodies. Almonds are wonderful for minimizing the production of testosterone if it's excessive. It's also great for supporting, gosh, it's healthy fats. It helps support PCOS, dark facial hair, infertility. There's a lot of benefits to having almonds. Next, broccoli sprouts, one of my absolute favorite superfoods. Um, it's wonderful because it has a significant amount of indole-3-carbinol and much higher concentrations helps to break estrogen down in the body, especially with women who are dealing with estrogen dominance. Broccoli sprouts are critical. And speaking of broccoli, cruciferous vegetables, cauliflower being one of my favorites, are known to crowd out environmental toxins. Cruciferous acts as housekeepers of the immune system. 70% of your immune system is beneath a layer of your gut, which is this very thin piece of tissue paper, literally very thin, so that immune system is ready. So when we're eating cruciferous vegetables consistently, it triggers up the immune system to clean up shop, which is amazing. Bone broth is another one. I love making bone broth soups, especially butternut squash soups or any kind of vegetable soups. It has so many benefits, healing the gut, healing leaky gut, improving collin collagen elasticity. One study showed that collagen improves the appearance of cellulite in bone broth, something to think about. Next is pomegranates, and it is the season for pomegranates, one of my favorite foods, containing 100 polyphenols, vitamin C, immune and gut supporting benefits, also great for fertility, blood pressure, and blood sugar balancing, and can increase testosterone levels, which is really wonderful for balancing hormones around sex drive. Other foods that I love that I don't have a bunch of info for, but note that they're amazing. Sweet potatoes, winter squashes like butternut squash and pumpkin are amazing anti-inflammatory foods, pack a lot of nutrients necessary for cellular function. Berries, we know berries from memory to immune system function to hormone production to leaven up on your gut and fiber. Berries, bring it. I'm I love berries so, so much. Grass-fed meat such as bison and lamb are great options for supporting just getting the adequate amount of protein that you need every single day. And then as I mentioned earlier, fresh herbs like cilantro, basil, mint, dill, um, whatever your flavor is, thyme, oregano, marjoram, there's so many wonderful fresh herbs. I mean, honestly, grow an herb garden if you don't. We have multiple herb gardens that we love. And then this is, this is really my kind of all-encompassing favorite hormone-loving foods and really perfect all year round except for some exceptions like pomegranates. Clearly, we can get pomegranate juice, but it's hard to get pomegranate seeds. Pumpkin, we can't get it all year long, but you know, when it is pumpkin season, get, get pumpkin. It's super, super good for you. As I mentioned earlier, I do recognize 
that it's one thing to have an amazing list of hormone-loving foods like I have given you today and to know the benefits of a lot of these foods, but it's another thing to actually start cooking with these foods on the daily. So that's where it gets a little bit daunting. And I know because I used to not eat super great and it took me a long time. Like it's amazing the journey and the progression of, of how I eat today, even from what I was eating six years ago. It's, it's even shifted and changed. So because of that, and I've seen it all the time inside of my 14-day detox, people, thousands of people changing the way that they eat for 14 days, cooking new foods that they're not 100% familiar with can feel so challenging and that resistance comes up so strong inside of the groups. And that's why I want to quickly mention how easy I make it with my 14 hormone recipes in the guide that I'm giving you. I'm so excited. Such a beautiful guide. It's got all the recipes laid out, pretty pictures and everything from drinks to salads to entrees and sides. So if you want more recipes, go and grab that. If you want even more, definitely go and grab my newest book, The Essential Oil Menopause Solution. It has a 21-day program with a meal plan and recipes in part three of the book. Like the entire part three of the book is dedicated to a like a hormone rescue plan with a 21-day meal plan recipes to boot. So if you get the recipe guide, you get the book, you've got a ton of recipes to work from. So I will have links to both the free recipe guide, the hormone recipe guide, and my newest book in the show notes for episode 309. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening in today on the Essentially You podcast. This show is about providing tools to rock your hormones and feel amazing in your body. If there is someone in your life that needs to hear this episode today, they need to do the swaps, they need to do the kitchen purge and create that kitchen makeover, or they just want to know what kind of superfoods are going to love up on their hormones and they want to get the guide as well, send them a screenshot, right? Send them a text real quick or DM them or even share it on social. That way we continue to spread the word about hormone literacy, especially when it comes to food. And if you're going to bring it onto social, hashtag hormone literacy or hormone CEO. Now, coming up on Tuesday, I have a dear friend of mine joining me again, John Asaraf, and we're going to be talking about change your brain, change your life, and achieve your goals faster and easier than ever before. John Asaraf is a brain expert, and he knows exactly how to get the brain to do what you want and create the life that you cannot wait to live. Until that episode with John, have an amazing, amazing week.